Hey, Halitian family, it is your host and steward of Halitian Lives, Devarusha. Shaw. I am so excited that you have joined me on another episode of Awe Season 5. This episode is titled The Awe Factor, and I am so excited. This is like every, I feel like I say this every episode. I'm so excited, but I, this is just, this is my jam, you know, doing this with y'all, having you listen to what God is sharing. I pray he is, I know he is. If you open your word, he's going to speak to you. So I'm not even going to say, I hope, I know that he is ministering to you as you continue to dive deeper into the things that are just full of his Holy Spirit, his word, prayer, serving alongside other brothers and sisters in Christ, all the things. Let's be about our father's business. Let's begin with prayer. Speaking of (laughs) prayer. Also, if you haven't already noticed, I have been doing a 100-day prayer challenge and 100 days in God's Word. This is now the 90-day sort of mark. We have like 89 days till the end of basically till New Year's Eve. So I encourage you to jump on board. If you haven't already, if you like even numbers, (laughs) ignore the fact that, you know, it's 89 days. You know, I I know some people go, oh, I'm just going to wait until the new year. Like, oh, I'm just going to wait. Like, no, do it now. No, you know, time that waits for nobody. So let's just jump on things right now. And then I post a prayer every day that I feel led to pray. So a prayer, I feel led to pray. I will post it and I'll keep track of like the days. Um, and I'll post it on my personal and the Halation page. So let's begin to consistently get into prayer, being people of prayer, men and women of prayer, prayerful people who are desiring to be perfected in the love of God. So that's another thing I'm going to touch on today. Um, I am very much looking forward to sharing uh, with you scriptures. I'm really only going to have a few focus scriptures this time around. And we'll be reading from, if you want to prepare yourself, the Christian Standard Bible, and then also my favorite, the Passion Translation. So Let's gather for prayer right now. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the listener. I pray over their ear gates, Lord God, that nothing that is not of you enter in through it, Lord Jesus, but only things that are of good report, Father, and that are praiseworthy, Lord God. I pray over my mouth, Lord Jesus. May amplify your good spirit. May amplify heaven, Father God. May it only speak words that are of good report, Lord Jesus, and that are praiseworthy and represent you well. In Jesus' almighty name I pray, amen. So the Lord brought me back, and we know the scripture well, but I feel every time we read, like don't ignore the scriptures that you feel like you see all the time just because you see them all the time. Now that may go without saying for some, but pray for your girl because I will say, oh, I know that scripture or whatever, you know, like, oh, Lord Jesus, forgive me. So he brought me back to John three sixteen, and I'm going to read 
a couple verses above, and then I'm going to read all the way down to 21. So I'm going to go from 14 to 21. And it begins, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness. So if you don't know the story, the Israelites were traveling to the promised land. Moses was leading them through. They were hit with um, like a plague of sickness. And some of like a lot of them were dying. And they were questioning Moses. And so Moses went to prayer to hear from the Lord. And the Lord spoke to him and said, make a snake on a staff made out of bronze, like forge this snake and whoever shall look upon it will be healed by their faith, which also speaks about Jesus being lifted up. So this is in the second part. So the son of man must be lifted up. So we also know Jesus, when he healed the woman with the issue of blood, she touched his hem and it was her faith that healed her you know she believed that if she just merely touched the hem like just even just her fingertip just touched it ever so slightly that she would be healed and that's what healed her and it's the same with the Israelites in the wilderness when they looked upon the snake and so the son of man must be lifted up so ev- that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life so we receive our healing we receive our f- salvation freedom and life in eternity by looking upon Jesus and believing that he died on the cross and rose three days later. What I really feel, so I'm going to stop at 16 and before I move on, when it comes to having or remaining in a posture of being in awe of God, which has always been my prayer, which I also believe is the root of staying humble and fearing God. If you have this awe and wonder of Jesus, you will you will desire uh, levels of humility. If you are in awe and wonder of God, you will have inside of you a love that seeks to be perfected, right? And and. You will fear to lose that, right? So that that fear, when you have it, such an awe and wonder of God, I get scared sometimes. I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I don't want to f- treat this as mundane because it's kind of becoming that for me, God. Like help, help my heart, help my mind to not just go through the motions of this life, this surrendered life. And it continues, for God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish. See, I'm emphasizing the word believes. Okay. But have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Everyone who believes in him is not condemned. But anyone who does not believe is already condemned 
because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. So when we have doubt, a lack of faith, right? I've been speaking on that a lot in this episode, in this uh, season. And so lack of faith, lack of hope, and lack of belief, right? We just feel hopeless. Our faith is hindered and our belief is shaken. Like there's just things happen in life. We live on a, in a broken world. We're on cursed land. And these things, trials and tribulations are going to happen. And so know that as things come your way, we have to be aware that that is the main objective. Demonic attack is that is the main objective is to get you off your, your foundation. Okay, it's supposed to knock you off your foundation. But that's why it's crucial to remain in your word, even scriptures that you've read a million times, because our flesh forgets. Our memory fails us, right? The word of God will last forever. And so it continues. This is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than light, rather than the light because their deeds are evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and avoids it so that his deeds may not be exposed. But anyone who lives by the truth comes to the light so that his works may be shown to be accomplished by God. So I'm going to read that again. This is the judge because this is like heavy, right? So let's just kind of break it down. I read things twice. Sometimes when it's a little bit convolvulated, <laughs> that's a, you can add that to your vocabulary. Convolvulated means uh, complicated, heavy, thick. There's, there's, that's sort of the description. This is the judgment that light has come into the world and people loved darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light. Have you ever experienced that and avoids it? Have you experienced that? I've experienced it myself where I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that person is a mighty woman of God. Let me avoid her. She's going to know. She's going to stiff me out, right? That's not how it works. But we feel that way. Um, and then also people, may you may have felt that way when people respond to you. So I know, you know, my family avoid me at times. <clears throat> they may be listening to this. I'm not sure. Uh, because they know, like I do hear from God. Like I know God shows me, I ask for keen discernment and he reveals, um, uh, things to me. There's a prayer that I pray Lord, expose uh, any terroristic acts or demonic activity before it has time to take root. That, ooh, that prayer. I've posted that prayer before. It's an excerpt out of a prayer book. Okay. What would you call it? Warfare prayer. So I will post it again 
I'm like, am I like <laughs> going against, I don't know if that's a copyright issue, but hey, it's really helped me and I pray it helps you. And I'm sure the author will not mind me sharing that because it's important for everyone to have the toolbox, right? Your toolbox should be full of tools to, you know, combat For everyone who does evil hates the light and avoids it so that his deeds may not be exposed. But anyone who lives by the truth comes into the light, come into the light. I shared this also on the Instagram page. So you may have seen these scriptures recently posted because God's been really helping me to understand this personally and how in my own walk and my own belief that's why we say here at Hellation let's journey together and as I'm journeying and and we're all learning and no pastor no preacher no minister of the word of God no messenger no nobody is has got it or graduated or you know more like finished being enlightened right so Let's let's continue to dive deep into the word of God and be like, let's get all that we can get out of this and not just think that we're finished. The truth comes to the light so that it's so that his works, he, she, mankind may be shown to be accomplished by God. And this is also there's a there's a. The word of God says, shine into the world to make your father's works and deeds known to others so that your father is seen as good, right? Go therefore and shine into the world. Do not dim your light. Do not allow others to dim your light. Don't allow yourself to dim your light. That was something that I whoa boy for many years struggled with I'm not gonna do that because you know people get all you know their feathers in a ruffle I'd be upsetting people I made a hobby out of it (laughs) people ask me so what do you do Dev I I stand on toes that's that's what I do for a living (laughs) I made a whole lifestyle out of it and hey we're not we're not meant to go and upset people. That's not the, that's not the point, but if they do get upset, we're not supposed to be, how would you say? We are not supposed to be stopped. Okay. That's not an excuse or an, uh, a sign or an allowance to stop what you're doing. Right. And so one thing that when, when reading this about our beliefs, and about how important it is to recognize how the belief system that we have that's been given to us by God, how important it is to maintain the health of that. Because when we start to come in agreement with unbelief or not take care of that, I'm having a lack of hope. Okay, what are you doing about your lack of faith? Or what are you doing about your hopelessness? What are the steps? You know, I ha- we all have goals, right? And I've been um, sharing with a group of the girls that I um, disciple. 
what, and I'm discipled by someone. So how do I say this? As I'm being discipled, I'm then therefore discipling. And the way I'm being discipled in the season, I'm passing it on, right? I'm just, I'm not letting it just lay dormant and, oh, I'm good. So, and I'm not going to go grow anybody else. Like, no, like let's grow each other. Let's make sure everyone's being successful in life. Like, doesn't that, hello, isn't that the reason why we're here doing this thing? (laughs) Isn't that the whole point, right? Of the gospel, like to... You're supposed to go forth and make disciples. That's the great commission. Like, let's let's do that. Can we do that, please? Because sometimes, sometimes, and Lord forgive me, give me, grant me graceful words. Sometimes that's not always done. Okay, sometimes that's not always done. People have the, all of this knowledge, all of this wisdom, all of this uh, amazing access. And they're living super powerful lives and in abundance and blessing, but they're not going and ha- assisting other people to live that same way. I've had, <laughs> I feel like I've had to like scratch at everything to, you know, I can to be able to get that. And sometimes it's come easy. Sometimes it's ca- has, ha- Lord help me, has not come as easy as it should have, but also at the same time, you do have to invest in your spiritual walk. So I pay for my mentorship program. I invest in that. That's something that is important to me. And I'll give up, you know, things to be able to pay for that. So, you know, um, I just encourage you, if you have not invested in your spiritual walk with God recently, uh, whether that be through a book or an online course, you know, um, hey, shameless plug, uh, we have a Bible college at our church. So, you know, that's also been a be- an amazing gift that I've received. So let's continue to fill ourselves and educate ourselves because there's just so much to learn. And then spend time in silent reflection. Allow God to speak to you too, right? So this verse was shared with me. And the full passage um, is 1 John 4, 17 to 19 reads, in this is perfect love with us that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in the world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear for fear has to do with punishment and he who fears is not perfected in love. So a part of this John three sixteen, and how it says, for God so loved the world and God's perfect love, right? So God loved the world in this way that he gave his only son. And so both scriptures are talking about eternity and how we need to also reflect. So when we come into the light, we're actually reflecting into the world God's love for us, God's perfect love for us. When we reflect back to God, his perfect love, 
his love for us, right? Believing in him, having faith, having hope, going, you know, we're casting out the fear from us and loving him in the right way, in our right, in our right mind. I feel like there's like a renewing of our mind when we decide, because it's a decision. You decide, I'm going to make Jesus my Lord and Savior. That's a decision, right? And so all through your walk, you're going to make decisions. You decide to be baptized, which, which is an outward expression to the world that you are a new creation, right? When you receive salvation, same thing. Um, when you decide to minister the gospel to that colleague at work, when you decide to get into your word, when you decide to pray, there's all these decisions that we make. And when you decide to reflect God's perfect love back to him, and then you also decide to come into the light and shine into the world, you're deciding to reflect that love, that perfect love back into the world. Now that perfect love has no fear, anxiety, worry, hopelessness. That, that perfect love is full of grace, full of mercy, full of, well, love, (laughs) right? Love, I don't know why I'm giggling. Love, which is patient, which is kind, which is good, does not keep a record of wrongs. It's not resentful. It's not bitter. It's not broken. It's not insecure. Lord, I could do a whole episode on insecurity, right? Someone said to me one time, I was was about to perform at church. I'm going to close up my Bible because... Now we're just going to have a little, you know, you and I, you know, chit chat time. When I was about to perform uh, for the first time, um, I I don't want to say perform. How would you say? When I was going to worship the Lord on um, at church in front of the congregation through dance. We got to be careful of our words, right? Because... God is careful with his. We want to be more Christ-like. We have to be careful with our words. That's why you hear me say, Lord, help me <laughs> with my words. I'm literally calling out to the Holy Spirit. And that's a habit that I've created because it is so important. Our words are so important. So excuse me as I come back to tra- on track. All that is to say is that what was spoken to me right before, because I was kind of feeling a bit nervous, well, more than a bit, I was set, I was told, when you are nervous and decide that that's how you feel, make decisions, you are saying, I am being seen. Right, I am. It's all about me. It's it's this this me 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 experience, right? But when you say, "Okay, I'm not gonna make it about me. I'm gonna make it all about God." So when you're nervous, you're making it about yourself and not about Jesus. And oh boy, that convicted me. <laughs> and so that doesn't just have to do with like being 
in front of people as they watch you worship the Lord or as they see you um, ushering in the presence of God through your worship. And, you know, there are certain, for example, the worship team at church, they their service to God is to assist his people in worship to guide them into song to praise and worship right it's the same with like lyrical dancing that can be unto the lord we're issuing in the presence of god we're speaking a message you know that the lord has shared to to us um and so that could be you know when you are nervous to share the gospel or you're uncomfortable to have that difficult conversation. You're making it about you. We're making it about ourselves when we don't do those things and not about God. So when we're when we're going about our day in you know our things shake our faith, our foundation wants to our belief system, our hope. When we come into that and we don't deal with that, we're deciding more, it's about more about me than it is about Jesus. And so I encourage you, as I close out this episode, about having the awe factor, which is having that mindset, that heart posture, that place of decision making that goes, I'm going to remain in awe and wonder of God. I'm going to remind myself no matter how much it, it may take some work. You may have to really dig deeper in certain seasons. This is God never promises this was going to be easy. It does actually get harder as that you get further along in your walk as years go on you have to do things to keep yourself and to keep your relationship with God fresh and lively and he's going to obviously have a part in that too but it's also asking the Lord keep pour in to me afresh renew a new outpouring Lord God I want to be a new wineskin pour in new wine, God. Like, you know, you have to pray these things. You have to speak these things. You have to seek and search out these things through his word and by his Holy Spirit. Okay, so that is having the awe factor. I pray that encourages you. Let's pray it out. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for your word, Lord Jesus, that gives us so much hope. Father, I pray over the listener, Lord Jesus, that they have an awe factor, Lord, that carries them into uh, new uh, places, Lord Jesus, new new areas of relationship with you, God. I pray over their time, Lord Jesus, that it would be fruitful, God, uh, that you minister to them, Lord Jesus, a specific word this week, God, as they continue to seek and desire you, Lord Jesus, as they seek you di- diligently and desire you with all wonder and awe, In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, have a blessed rest of your time.